So the fact that it is the case that we are shocked to see a black girl as a lead role, that shows that there's something wrong. And I'm not saying, by saying that I'm not taking away from the fact that light-skinned girls or mixed-race girls have these black experiences, they can play a black girl, I'm not saying that at all. But if we're giving the mixed race girls a representation to be allowed in black films, surely we should give the black girls who are clearly black that that place to show off their talents. I agree. I a agree. Bigger role than just the funny black girl on the side. Like that is not even me trying to be rude, but you see all these movies yeah. and it's like the black girl is the comic relief. She doesn't actually well, have any depth to her exactly. character. And that's even with white movies as well, but I think it's even more annoying when it's a black film. Every single person in the movie is black apart from the main girl who's mixed race. Again, not saying it's I'm mad at it every time, but it's the fact that it happens too much. So yeah, yeah that's there's what a, I think about that. Yeah. There's also something else that I noticed with the whole um these black the these the black women. Okay, so take away the the personal life when they when they get into the role when they play that character they're either the aggressive the aggressive character they're either the um what's the word the funny quirky girl mm -hmm. and they have no plot no 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 background history no depth to her exactly exactly I, I feel like that i feel like that needs to change like completely i feel like we need to start i know this throw this word gets um overthrown on that bird uh, but we actually need to normalize seeing black people play major characters main roles not just mm -hmm. not just the side character or the or the or the side businessman because we we definitely need some more representation um 100%. the only plays the only certain movies that i do agree that maybe there aren't black people if it's set in a certain area like the victorian era the victorian era where there are going to be no black people like yeah. they, were, they weren't even slaves back in england back in king henry's time so i don't think anybody should say oh well where's the black people Use your common sense but if there's like a because but then again uh i forgot what movie it was um baby mom baby mother with tyrese and taraj p henson oh, right yeah, there was a complaint that um oh there's no white people there's no white people in the movie it was a full black um black car shout out john um what, what's that movie again it's not baby mom it's yeah it's baby mother baby or something boy. Baby oh, boy. it's yeah. same thing same yeah. thing as I you love say. That movie. Because uh, is that what you would say, baby girl, baby girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there were no white people. And people were, like outraged, or outraged that um, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 fake outrage that there was um no white people. But then again, you have got to look into the context. In that film, it's set in the hood. I know I don't, I don't yeah. like saying that all black people are from the hood, but they're, they're not all all from the hood. But you got what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, predominantly minorities live even when we, not even in a rude way, but the fact that systemic racism is set up in that way, it so happens to be that black people or minority groups take up the hood or yeah. the poor area. So yeah, it makes no sense because the thing is, is that the movie didn't even have that much of a broadcast anyways. It was mainly just like family and friends. So mm. if you're in a black neighborhood, regardless if it's poor or not, hood or not, there's not going to be that many white people around so it doesn't actually make sense it's like saying um when people were like well why can't a white person play a slave <laughs> doesn't make sense <laughs> like like you have to make movies make sense somehow like it's got to be actually realistic so 
yeah, that's just ridiculous. And people have so many movies. They have literally they win Oscars upon Oscars every year. We're happy when a black person wins. You've got your movies. Let us have ours. And that's why I'm so so pushy towards this thing of black girls, dark skinned girls having that opportunity because it's their culture. And like, it's my culture too, but let's face it. I, I, as mixed race, I could potentially be accepted more, not whether it's right or wrong, it's definitely wrong. Mm. Accepted more in different cultures for different casts. You literally see in these um, casting calls for actors, it's like, we need a lighter complexion girl with curly hair, exotic looking. And it's like, they they literally, it's like a fetish. Exactly. And it's like, I'm not saying that I like being treated like that, but yeah, whether I like to or not, it's an advantage. Like, it's not a nice advantage, but as a mixed race girl, I am seen better than a dark skin girl. So I need to, give up my pride and let her have the spotlight. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. So, yeah. Let's take it back to basics. We're 31. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so then again, not then again, but there's also something, ah, oh, what was it? Ah, oh, you know, not that, because one show I did see, Big Mouth, that the, the black character, I think her name was Jenny. I oh, know the actual um, actor's role name is Jenny Slater. But have you, have you watched Big Mouth before? No. Sorry. Come on, help me out, man. Help me out. Well, if you guys know in the comments, if the viewers know who I'm talking about, but she was played by a black, no, a black character played by a white actress, and then and the peak of the George Floyd death, and people actually realizing, come on, man, it's like they're they're literally. I know, like I said, it gets overthrown, but the erasure of black people, white people playing black characters, but you can't then have a black character to play a white character, can you? Does, mm. would, would that be right? I don't know because it's like. But to be fair, to give okay, some. So is, it, is this a cartoon or? Yeah, yeah, a it's actual... a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Okay, well then, mm, I don't know. I feel like, again, a lot of white people don't like this statement, but whether we like to admit or not, black people are a disadvantage than white people, and black people are a minority group. So because it's a minority group, only a minority of people are going to understand that character. So you could play a black character, but do you understand? Obviously, I don't know what this show is. So like, I actually can't talk on the plot. But in general, if a white person were to play a black character, do you understand that role? And it's like, it's kind of a thing where it's like, if I were to do an Indian accent for a movie or for yeah. a cartoon that would be disrespectful and I could have given that role to a Indian person who actually speaks that accent and actually knows that culture so it's kind of the same when it comes to black people because I don't know what this character sounded like was it like a typical stereotypical black character with the black kind of voice teenager, but she didn't, she didn't even have the black voice but now when I'm looking back in hindsight like you sound like oh well guys like yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, like, when you see black people, if you were to blindfold me right now and play me a clip of a black person speaking and a white person speaking, I'm so sorry, but I feel like, I don't know what the word is or the term is, but black people have a deeper voice than white people. I, 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 there's no two ways about it because... I yeah, and also the, the 
the um, words that they use in the phrasings, like AAVE, African-American vernacular English, like that's the way that a lot of American, African-Americans speak. So it's easy to tell, tell the difference. And that's what I mean. Like, it's a thing where it's easy to portray a white person because we are forced from the moment that we're born to speak like them, to act like them, to live in their culture, but they aren't for us. So it's almost like, I'm not saying that it's a, like black people have a bigger advantage in this perspective, but it's, I feel like it's more in my eyes, it more makes sense for a black person to play a white role in a movie, like a cartoon than a white person, because we understand their culture more than they understand ours. That's just my opinion, but I've never, I've never heard that take before. You know, hopefully, hopefully, you don't get dragged on Twitter by by Edel Twitter. Great, great <laughs> Fiat Fiat Five Hundred, as they say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but we're coming into the last questions. Um, and as people do know, I may have stated this earlier in the episode, but I, I spoke to a lot of biracial people to get an insight, to get an understanding into their culture. You know what? I'm not going to dumb myself down. If you understand what I mean when I say culture, you know what I mean? The fact that they have to live with both sides. And I'm speaking to, um, again, I'm not going to say a name in it for the sake of discretion. Hola, my lovely people. This is what she said. She was like, Craig has a PayPal link in the description below. And she'd appreciate if you guys could just send me some funds to help me with this podcast stuff because as you know he's not at the monetization level yet and she says she'd really appreciate it if you did it for her but i believe she has like asian heritage in her so like one side's asian and one side's um like african something like from an ivory coast i don't know how you say ivory coast or whatever i mean but she's one part is she has she's from Ivory Coast and the other half she's she's from Asia. And then I asked her the question of do you think people who aren't biracial should have a say in what you identify as? And this is what she said. And I like that she had seen my tweet. She didn't even drag me, but she said, Oh, do you know that black mixed race people aren't just black white? And I'm like, Yeah. So I can guess I was at sake. I was at fault in terms of the way that I was in my poll. But this was yeah. a question. I was expecting her to drag me, not even respond, cast me out, but I rate her for saying, and this is what she said. And I quote, I feel like a lot of certain, okay, I feel like a lot of the time, certain people choose when they want to include mixed mix black and white people when it benefits them. There are a lot of people who claim we're all black and mixed race, but the next minute, ah, oh, because you have white in you, you're not black enough, but you don't have the right to claim that side of you. I feel like people should let mixed race people for themselves decide what they want to claim rather than having their own people not claiming them and basically gatekeeping if they're if they're black or not. Okay? So this mm-hmm. leads into the last question. Like I said, do you think people who aren't biracial should say if you're black or if you're white? Me personally, as I'm not biracial, to me, it doesn't affect me. I can't then say, oh, yeah, well... You know what? I, I think they should. I think they shouldn't because it, it, it's not me. It's not my experience. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that's my personal take. Mixed race people should be able to identify with what they want and what they can't because, mate, they're white and they're black. So, yeah. But what would you yeah. say? I totally agree with what that girl said. Like, literally, I don't think I could have read it better than her because I think when it comes to the core of it, 
yes, as I said, biologically, I'm white and I'm black. But do I do I know white culture as much? Do I feel as white? No. Am I around my black side more? Yes. Um, do I feel comfortable around white people more than I do black people? No. And that's not rude to white people at all. No, that's all. not rude. That's not but rude. But in terms of how I feel with my culture and how I can express myself more, I feel like I can express myself, the words I use, the phrases I use, the experiences that I can share. Mm. It, it feels more like home with black people. Yeah, um, a little bubble. Yeah, and it's it's kind of it's kind of the same as if if you were at a white all white school, you can make friends with the white people. In fact, but I did you actually. You probably will feel more relaxed when you're around your black friends. Yeah, definitely, because okay, quickly, as people know, in the audio version, every saint has a past. Check that out, guys. Anchor, Spotify, you know, like that. Um, I went to boarding school, predominantly white, and when I not later in life, but when we more settled down because it was a fresh school and it built from the ground up and whatnot we yeah. thought we were going to be the only black people there so when i saw bare white people i was just thinking raw like yes you know certain, certain stereotypes i'm not sure if you can relate but certain stereotypes yeah. came in came into my head and the whole culture thing i was just like oh oh, oh man oh man because it's a bit crazy and the thing is why i found yeah. it crazy is that i grew up in south london the, the place that i grew up in there's a lot of black people, you know what I mean? A lot of middle class, or well, middle class, working class people. Working class, yeah. yeah. Then I moved to Jamaica for two years. And guess what? There was like one Chinese person, no, two Chinese, three Chinese people in my school. And there was one white person. One white person. Yeah. In the whole of Jamaica, the, the places that I went to. So I was just, I was like, rod, this is a massive change. And when I was with my black people, we could make the black people jokes, you know what I mean? Yeah, to talk exactly. about the experiences that, that, that we share. It doesn't even matter which part um, of the country you're in. If you were to go, um, if I were to go to Spain or somewhere, go go to Madrid, what, just using that as an example, and I saw a black person, you know, the little nod that he, the little nod that he did. When I was in Cornwall, well, we know that there's just no white black people there. <laughs> and we saw this one white, this one black lady uh, by the beach by this restaurant we were eating we stopped to talk to her for like 20 minutes we were like oh my gosh you're one of us like and even me like because I'm not black fully yeah. black but like I it it feels more comfortable seeing yeah. them around a full group like if I, I remember my sociology teacher he asked me he was so interested he was mixed race himself but all of the black girls and the mixed race girls in my class all sat together we all sat together in the corner in the back of the class all the white people were around us but we were all in our little bubble and he would always laugh but not laugh in the way of mocking us but he'd just be like that is really interesting because obviously he's a sociologist so like he wants to see how like people behave and he was like so would you say if you walked in a room and you saw one black person would you be more likely to sit next to her or the other white girls in the class I say no the black girl and like it's not because I don't like the white people it's just Culture. I feel like I can't yeah. relate to them yeah. so when it comes to identifying yourself as a like as a mixed race person like I'm not gonna I don't know about other mixed race people but I'm not gonna say that I'm black and never claim my white side but what I am gonna say is that I relate to my black side more and no one can tell me 
what I can and can't feel of something that is perfectly in my experience in my life I don't see my white family my white family don't even live in my city I last time I saw them was about two years ago I can't remember um I see my black family every day like my nan is always around here I see my cousins every like every month or something obviously because of covid um so like it would it would not make sense for someone to say yeah but you can't identify as that and as that girl said um I don't really know what I feel about it but like I get her point completely where she said um people choose when you can say that some a mixed race person is uh black because look at Kamala Harris bro I was about to say that look at Barack Obama the look first at Bob Marley. Obama as well was is a white was half white first black president and like I forget that he actually was a mixed race exactly so it's like when it benefits their culture they'll claim it but if it doesn't they don't want to and I don't know how I feel about it like I'm not saying that I want to be called black all the time (laughs) but I don't know because it's it's just like it is so that just varies on the situation and I just think so why can't a normal human if I'm not a president if I'm not someone in high politics or you know um even pop like pop music and R&B and it's like oh we got the first um well not really R&B but pop like you got the first um black girl who won a Grammy and it's like but she was mixed race and it's like um what's her name not Beyonce no uh why don't you say so? I don't know. Her no, name. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know her name, Doja but Cat. yeah, she's mixed race. Doja Cat, that's it. She's mixed race, and they'll claim her as black when they want. But then, but when, when the whole racist black, scandal came out of her being in a group of white yeah. people, then they'll people call her joking white. around saying, "Ah, oh, she likes racist foreplay." Not on oh, us. No. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it was no, something. But she like was that. in a racist group chat, but then people were claiming, "Ah, oh, well, she's not even black anyway." But okay. Do you know how stupid you sound? Because when she wins a Grammy and whatnot, oh yeah, more representation for black people. Yeah. When she's seen something that isn't considered as that that fits into the black narrative or, or the black bubble and stereotype, uh she she she's not black, we don't claim her. When it's Kamala Harris, when she's setting up black people to go into prison after they've served their time to do up labor for some other foolishness, ah, oh, she, she, she's not even black anyway. Oh, but we have the first black VP, Bob Marley. Bob Marley has a white mom and a black dad. Man, smoke spliff till his eyes turn blue. I don't even know if they're scientifically possible, so weed <laughs> smokers don't come at me, but it's cotton mouth and whatnot. Dreadlocks, proper rasta man, buffalo soldier. We claim him as black, but I get, but I, I bet, um, or something ever bad came out about him struggling with his racial identity. Well, he, well, he's not black anyway. Actually, he's mixed race because he has a white mom. Like, mm. is it is it really that deep in terms of yeah. that? Like the, the I, whole picking and choosing. I feel that like she just needs to stop. Let them identify as what they want to identify. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I don't think as a society in general, we're not going to be able to change this because um people think, for example, let's use this. People think, oh, world peace can happen. Oh yeah, the world's gonna be perfect. But no, they're always gonna be the the there's there's little rotten apples, there's there's little rotten rats and whatnot. So the thing if black people if mixed race people are black or white, or if you think you can solve it, or if you've got the if you've got the thing, no, it varies. It's it's never gonna be something that's stagnant. It's never gonna be something that's like yeah. oh like like that. Crazy. Yeah. 
so I, I just feel like sense. to summarize like that whole thing I just feel like as a mixed race person I can't tell you what you should identify as as another mm. mixed race person because I don't know you I don't know where you were raised I know some mixed race girls who were raised with their white side fully and they barely relate to their black side you know they've not really seen their black family they don't really yeah. know like there was this one girl that I knew in school and she was raised with her white family so like we had that connection in so far as biological but there was no cultural thing that we both had that in common. You together so, yeah so I can't say well you can't identify as white if she feels white you do what you want but I think the only thing that I would say is that as long as as a mixed race person you know that because I feel like people's arguments comes down to the shade like obviously I know biologically that's an issue in itself because you have a white parent but I think it is in terms of the representation that we talked about it is about the fact that mixed race people or light skins have the ability or like are pushed up more by the media so I feel like as a mixed race person do what you want but just identify and acknowledge and educate yourself that you may whether you like it or not be at an advantage to yeah to a a darker skin I was just saying basically the exact same as you and I feel like it would be wrong of me to sit I don't know with a politician or like on the news and talk about black struggles or as like a black person racism like obviously uh, me this is just me because I am lighter I have gone through semi-racial issues but nothing in comparison to a black person who is wrongfully so called ugly or unattractive because you're not the typical European standard yeah and it's like that's not true because we literally just base everything off of what white people think like their beauty standards but it would be wrong of me to sit on the news and say well I feel this and this is how I feel you know because my hair is not straight and it just makes me feel really sad and it's like it would be me milking it like in my opinion and obviously if I was a darker person mixed race person with really tight curls maybe it'll be different but I can't speak for that because I'm not that but for me and what I look like and my experiences with racism I feel like that's where I just they, the they need to get that they need that role they need that representation they need their voice to be heard more yeah. than mine insofar as racism so I feel like as long as mixed race people understand that no, like no one else needs to say anything like like yeah. it'll be wrong for someone to come up to me and call me out for feeling black or acting black or whatever the stereotypical things are yeah. when I still identify that they deserve a voice if I was saying exactly. no I'm just as black as you and I deserve to talk about racism <laughs> and people are rude to me all the time like that would be silencing like we need to have a voice whilst allowing other people to have a, vo- have a voice yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, but that's what I say. Even allowing you to have a voice anyway. That, that's why I wanted you to come on this podcast just, just to clear it up. We're not classified as a series regular. Hopefully you can <laughs> come back on on another time. Yeah. But the beautifully LD Christina. Thank you so much for coming on this episode, man. I You're do welcome. appreciate it. I hope other people of biracial heritage can um not only just identify, but resonate with what you're saying. Hopefully, people of a darker skin complexion, because I we know it's gun complexion. 
it's something that I feel like is also key when you talk about a mixed race yeah. person because there are also light skinned people who are um fully black. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that they get classified as the 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 European features and whatnot. It's all a bit crazy, but hopefully, I hope you've enjoyed coming on this episode. Yeah, I, I hope have. I haven't, I hope I haven't um taking your voice away from you. You know what I mean? No. Not at all. <laughs> no, but um, what can we say? Thank you guys. Thank you to the viewers for tuning in to another episode of the Meaning of Life from Grace Perspective, Identity, Politics and Racial Wars. <laughs> but guys, um, like you said, I'm on, well, like you said, like I said, I'm currently on hiatus. So once episode drops, it may drop September 2022, August 7th, my birthday. I don't know. I'm not going to drag it that much, guys, but I'll see you guys later. Remember to drop a like comment in the description below description is that what they call it help me out i need some help yeah yeah the, the comments the, yeah comments the, the comment section what do you think about led giving a story what do you think about just people struggling with their racial identity do you think you i don't know if you are the viewers mate so you yes you're breaking the, the fourth wall as they call it in acting what do you think about um mixed race people and identifying with either black or white you know what i mean but it's your boy craig the host and we are out i'll see you guys i don't know i'm, I'm not gonna say anything before i don't deliver but i'll see you guys later as you let me do the little youtuber thing with the vlogs yeah yeah no i'm joking we don't do that <laughs> okay okay bye guys